Welcome to The Intuitive Customer, where we discuss how you can improve your customer experience and your bottom line by embracing behavioral economics. And now, here are your hosts, world-renowned thought leader on customer experience, Colin Shaw, and Professor Ryan Hamilton from Emory University. So, Colin, yesterday I wanted to uh, treat my kids. I took several of my kids to a uh, the, the Natural History Museum near my house, a little field trip. And... Um, uh, it was great. They have dinosaurs. We've got a real great natural history museum uh, here in Atlanta, uh, very kid-friendly, and they loved it. They were so excited. And afterwards, they took them out to this um, Mediterranean restaurant. We had lunch. They had chicken kebabs, and they were so excited about it. Uh, they, yeah. they all repeatedly told me it was the best day that they had had um, ever. It, it ranked up there with me taking them to Disney World. Uh, it was great. Such a great day. And then we got home, and um, – my wife's cousin is surprising her kids with some uh, bunnies, and she wanted us to ask if we could take care of these baby bunnies for a couple of days. Real and bunnies. Immediately, not, yeah, not real, real bunnies, bunnies, not chocolate, real rabbits, not chocolate yeah. bunnies. Yeah, no, no, real bunnies. <laughs> ask ask our family to take care of chocolate bunnies. You're not getting those back. Um, <laughs> no. And and immediately. My carefully crafted day of fantastic customer experience for my kids was obliterated. It was just gone. <laughs> um, the bunnies were all that was talked about. This was now the best day ever, not because of anything dad did, but because of bunnies. And um, there was just squealing all day long. So excited about these bunnies. This, so, this, this, this story is not going to end up with rabbit stew, is it? No, no. Um, <laughs> I made some jokes in that direction they were not appreciated um <laughs> by my wife or my kids uh, no we don't know um no i i lost the customer experience battle for the day um because of bunnies you just can't compete with bunnies right at home so those for listening you can't compete with bunnies <laughs> so i guess that actually ties into something serious which is actually peak end rule and whatever happens at the end is the thing that gets remembered and yeah, maybe the peak just, was at the end as well or reference points, um, yeah. you know, relative to a day of school, um, my taking them on this field trip to the museum was just the best thing they could imagine. Relative to taking care of bunnies, um, anything I did was garbage. Um, there you go. Not going to compete. It's nice to know that um, the kids appreciate you at least, mate. So I know. That's I good. know. Couldn't we have gotten the bunnies tomorrow? Couldn't I have had this one day? No. Yeah. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about how do you move customers from being indifferent um, to recommendation. So how do you move uh, customers from indifference to actually recommending your services? And I know, Ryan, you, you've got some stuff around indifference and ambivalence that we're going to talk about. Right. So one of the things, um, this is actually a, a theme that we talk about a lot, Colin, on, on the podcast. Um measuring the right thing and, and kind of understanding the differences between things that look the same. So uh, let's, let's define these, these things Indifference, You can think about this, think about an attitude scale, right? So think about um, this, this number line going in, in the positive and the negative direction, and you've got a zero indifference means that you're pretty close to that zero, Right. So you're you you just don't care. You maybe are a little bit positive or a little bit negative towards something, but it's just it's it's an experience as you're expecting. Ambivalence is very different. Um, so this, this is actually, you know, a compound word. It, it comes from, you know, 
valence, which is the positive or negative of something, and ambi, meaning more than one. Uh, so am, ambivalence, ambivalence means that you feel both positively and negatively towards something. Um, so on on average, you might think you're you're kind of indifferent towards it, right? You it, it averages out to being something close to zero if you're both positive and negative. These are not the same things, though. Um, you know, maybe we can have a, a little discussion, Colin, about what leads to amb- indifference and what leads to ambivalence. Uh, I mean, if you were, um, you know, managing a, a group and, and managing an organization and you found out that your customers were indifferent versus a different group of customers were ambivalent, I mean, any any intuitions as to, to what might be different among those groups of customers, like what might lead to one group of customers to be close to that zero point and another group of customers to be both positive and negative at the same time? Yeah, I guess it's, um, I guess it's uh, around, if you think about um, indifference, um, you think of what was immediately coming to my mind was um, utilities. Yeah. So, you know, water company. You know, uh, I'm indifferent to them. Now, um, we've actually done work with water companies and I was doing some work with them back in uh, England fairly recently. Uh, and one of the big problems is that, that people turn the tap on and guess what? They expect water to come out. Or should I say they turn the faucet on and they expect water to come out. Um, they don't recognize all of the complex uh, nature of actually getting that water to them. Yep. Um, uh, and, and, and I would probably class that as being indifferent. Uh, ambivalence probably for me would be, you know, something I could take or leave, really. Uh, but sometimes I may have a good, uh, a good experience. Sometimes I may have a, a bad experience. Um, and again, the, the, the problem for me is this is a really poor territory to, to be in. Uh, because you know we we've we've done a podcast on defection you know if your customer's feeling indifferent to you or ambivalent to you then i guess the issue is that they can leave at any any time does that make sense about the utility companies being indifferent yeah I, and i agree with you i think most i think that's a category where you're you're likely to find a lot of people who are indifferent to them I, in general i think we would expect to find indifferent customers um, for people who are uh, don't have a lot of experience with this particular thing, so if it's a brand that you use only occasionally, um, then you you haven't built up a lot of positive or negative experiences with the brand, and so you'll be kind of close to that zero point. If it's not a category for which you derive a lot of emotional value, like utility, right? So if the water's just there and it's always there, and then yeah, it's just it becomes your expectation, and so. You know, as long as something doesn't go wrong, then you're kind of indifferent towards your your water provider, your electricity provider. Why not let Colin and Ryan speak at your next conference? As you can hear, they're great communicators and can get over a message in a simple, inspiring, and humorous way. Contact Beyond Philosophy by going to beyondphilosophy.com slash contact. That's beyondphilosophy.com slash contact. So let me let me give you a scenario that, that's yeah. an interesting interesting thought I've just been having, which is which is quite unusual for me. Um, so this is if you think of um, back in the day, mobile phone companies 
you used to choose your mobile phone provider and you would say you're with AT&T or Sprint or whoever it may be. Uh, and then what's happened is the phone has become more important. Mm. So the phone is the key thing and the network behind it is secondary. It's more commoditized effectively. Yeah. yeah? Uh, and I guess I was thinking about, um, again, one of my favorite subjects of cable companies, because effectively the internet is a commodity. It's like water or electricity yeah. now, isn't it? But I guess the bit I was wondering was around the fact that is it because so I get more annoyed about my broadband uh, than I do about water or electricity. Uh, and that's either because both of those water and electricities are so stable that I don't have to worry about it anymore uh, or because the Internet actually drives things that are really important to me. But by saying that, I'm not saying that water is unimportant because it's clearly quite important. Um, but I, you know, I, I, do you see where I'm coming from? It, yeah. Is, I mean, is it because the broadband is because it's carrying important things and it's a source of entertainment and work and all the rest of it, and and you know the others aren't, or, or what? My my guess would be it's because it's easier to evaluate, um, kind of the quality or, or failures for the internet like we've we've all had internet hang up and be slow and lag yeah um whereas most of us don't you know suffer from a disruption in water service uh, or in power yeah. service uh, at least not very frequently i mean i think it's these situations that you identify where there's an emotional component to it where we start to feel more ambivalent so there are some people who um actually like their cable their their internet provider um, for instance, if they've got a package that provides them with like just great speed, like it's just really fast internet, um, and they might like that. At the same time, it is so common for internet speeds to flag and for things to, to lag and go wrong. My guess would be that even people who have had good experiences with internet providers are also ambivalent towards a lot of those internet providers because they've also had a lot of negative experiences too. So they're feeling both things at the same time. Yeah. So the interesting bit there then is, so I guess what's happened is if you have thought about it, maybe over the years, just talking water for the moment, you know, getting consistent water delivery to your house is now the norm. Yep. But there must have been a time when, you know, service was patchy and blah, 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 blah. So um, I, I guess at some point the cable companies are going to have this that issue, aren't they? that the, the product is going to be stable, which will be, um, I'll have a party when that happens, um, <laughs> that, you know, that after it being stable for five years, you won't even think about it anymore. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, it goes back to this reference points thing, which is, is one of the most important concepts in psychology and behavioral economics is what are people comparing it to? And if you think about that attitude line that we talked about at the beginning, the zero point often is the reference point. So if you're getting what you expected, then you're going to be indifferent, right? You're, you're, this is what I expected. This is what I'm getting. I feel neutral towards that. And, and I think a lot of the things that we are indifferent towards, that's, that's the case. We're getting exactly what we expected out of this grocery store. Um, no more, no less. We're getting exactly what we expected out of our, um, you know, water provider or electricity provider. It's when we don't get what we expect, positive or negative, 
that's when our attitude starts to shift. And if, if it's consistently positive, then we have a positive attitude. We have a great customer experience. If it's consistently negative, then we don't. There's this other case where we get both and we end up ambivalent. Training your frontline team on how to create memories in your customers by evoking their emotions. Beyond philosophy's unique and proven training methodology, Memory Maker Training. Contact Beyond Philosophy by going to beyondphilosophy.com slash contact. That's beyondphilosophy.com slash contact. Okay, Ryan. So why would you choose the dip? Why would you choose in different organizations to ambivalent organizations? Uh, well, in different customers to ambivalent customers, right? Yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, to be clear, I wouldn't choose either. They're both bad places to be. Um, I think that be, in different customers, um, because they're neutral, um, don't have any of this, you know, loss aversion or or negative emotions that ambivalent customers do. Um, both of them are not great places to be. Both of them present opportunities to work with. You know, as as you pointed out earlier, Colin, uh, an ambivalent customer has had positive experiences that you can hopefully build off of, but they've also had negative experiences that you need to overcome. So um, I think they present different opportunities. Uh, the advantage of an indifferent customer is you don't have to dig out of any holes in any part of the sure. uh, experience. You can just move sure. forward. Uh, and I think a couple of observations from me. Um, the the one of the things I think organisations are making a mistake on at the moment uh, is that they are trying to create a seamless, uh, non-human experience um and digital transformation is clearly a massive area um and and the danger for me is they will lead they will lead the customer to being indifferent or to and being um or to ambivalence because they are losing that human interaction so i'm not saying digital transformation and something like that is wrong but what i am saying is that there are key parts of your experience that you want to retain uh having a um being able to speak to somebody or have some form of human interaction um uh, and i think that that too many organizations are throwing the baby out with the bathwater by just trying to uh, automate everything because uh, the danger with automation is it creates commoditization. Commoditization means that everything is the same. If everything's the same, then people will become indifferent towards you. Uh, and, and, and if they're indifferent, then how do you, how do you get them to be loyal and all the rest, all those other wonderful things that we're talking about? So I think there can be a bit of a slippery, slippery slope there. So, um, but I think that there's a, there's a big opportunity here to, uh, move from being indifferent to recommendation. And I think it's doing all the things that we've talked about before, which is, you know, understanding what that experience you want it to be, being able to build that with your customers, understanding those hidden things, um, and, and gradually moving them, moving them away. So any, any last thoughts, Ryan, before we wrap this, uh, wrap this one up? Uh, no, I mean, uh, I, I, I hate to, to feel like we're, we're repeating ad advice, but some of the stuff is just too important. I mean, it comes back around to understanding your customers and those motivations. Um, if you don't understand why they're happy or not happy with you, then uh, you're not going to be able to change that. So, 
yeah, and just building on, um, and regular listeners will start to um, know this, uh, building on not just what customers are saying, but, you know, yep. um, what they're doing and stuff like that. So they may tell you that they want you to do these things, but actually they, that may not be the case. So understanding those hidden things. Okay, great. So, um, look, um, we, uh, if you'll have any ideas about what you think uh, a topic you would like us to cover, if you've got any questions on any of this stuff, uh, then Ryan and I are keen to interact with our audience to understand you better. Um, so please just drop us an email uh, at uh, contact at beyondphilosophy.com. That's contact at beyondphilosophy.com. Um, we'll be really pleased to hear what you think of the podcast, good or bad, um, and any suggestions, any questions uh, that we can build into the show. That will be absolutely wonderful. So thanks very much for your time and um, good luck in building a great customer experience. Thanks, everybody. This has been the Intuitive Customer with Colin Shaw and Professor Ryan Hamilton. But it doesn't end here. Just go to beyondphilosophy.com slash podcast find all of our shows, access free tools and resources, and subscribe, won't you? That way you'll never miss a show. That's beyondphilosophy.com slash podcast. And we'll talk with you next time on The Intuitive Customer.